And CBL CMO, and this is Splitting Hands! Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Splitting Hands. It's been a long year, and we know we've not been as consistent, but we just wanted to tie any loose ends and hit you up with one last episode before we head for some really exciting and forward-moving things that we have planned for next year. So this week's episode is going to be 20 things that I learned in 2020. (sighs) Like you think about 2020 and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh. But I think it's an important episode because it's important to be able to look back and kind of... Uh realize that it's it's been a long year but there are good things that have come out of it there are some really bad things as well but I think it's always important to be able to sit with yourself and sit you know on this podcast and kind of take note and take stock and be like okay so this is what I learned this year you know I actually did do stuff because I feel like especially at the beginning of quarantine you know there was this whole thing of people need to get something out of this isolation period if you're not learning a new skill, a new language, a new... new, 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 new and now they're like, like, I'm tired, you know? Yeah. I'm tired. And so I actually did learn stuff. Like, it may not be tangible, as tangible as, you know, people would mm. want things to be. But I think the things I learned make a whole lot of sense, you know? So why don't you start and tell us your number one mm. thing? Okay to take my time this is gonna sound like a a platitude but you know but um I'm just I've never been a patient person and I didn't realize how much that actually contributes to anxiety because Mm -hmm. you're trying to do everything in a rush um I need to give myself time to do assignments I'm no longer the kind of hun who can do a 2,000 word paper in four hours Mm -hmm. like I'm just not that person anymore I have to take like three days to write 5,000 words because I need to write a little bit every day Mm. right take my time when I'm making dinner like I don't enter the kitchen and I'm just like they're like what any cut of this at the same time the f- oh my god I need to go wash. no There's so much time in the day mm. create space take your time and you know what there's always gonna be more time there's always gonna be more time even when you think there's not gonna be time yeah make the time you can do it so, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. that's the first thing I learned. I like that. Oh, I like uh-huh. that. Um, I think my first thing will be don't be afraid to learn on the job. I think amazing. There's there's things I've had to be a part of, especially before like um, quarantine early on in the year. So there's a um, an organization in the UK called African Graduate Students Network that my friend Musa Banali, amazing, amazing, uh, put yes some of us together to you know start and she started this organization and I have n- no experience whatsoever for half of the things you know we need to do um all I have is you know the drive and yeah. the passion and the motivation because I really believe in her vision you know I believe in what she wants out of this and it is yeah. I believe in it so much and 
I remember having to organize a, a webinar on energy. One, I know nothing about energy, like nothing. Two, like what is the appropriate way to, you know, it's, it's little things like, how do I do this? Things that you don't learn in uni, things that you can never. Me at a Sikujua energy transition in Nini, mm. in Google to Wikipedia, I asked, mm. I asked my partner because he's in energy. And I was like, like, please just give me like a, like a short course on this because I, I have no mm. idea what this thing is. But I think that experience told me like you will never be a hundred percent knowledge, knowledgeable about what you're doing. You won't always have the skills, but you have to be willing to learn on the job if you're going to get anywhere. And there's this book I recommend it for everyone who is a graduate. It's called Lean, Lean In for Graduates. I think she's called Shirley or something. Yeah. Mm. And there's a part where she quoted um, yeah. one of the people she was interviewing, and they said that when I left uni. I thought I needed to do the exact job with what I got my university degree in. And if like something came that was not in that line, I was like, oh, I don't have the qualifications or the skills for this. But you quickly realize that with a lot of things in life, you have to be willing to learn on the job. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know? So yeah, that'll be my first thing. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. And also the podcast, like we learned on the job. Oh my gosh. Like... This is the year that we put everything together. And, you know, literally, like, if I think it's so funny because I was even looking back at my tweets of how we even set the podcast. It's like we literally woke up one day. Like, we always knew we wanted to do it. But we literally woke up one day and we're like, let's do the yeah. episode today. Like, today? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, let's open the ID page now. Like, yeah? Okay, good. You know? And, yeah. And I think it's been humbling as well, you know, and it's been fun and it's had its complications and it's had its you know but we've learned yes and i think for our first year we've done pretty good honestly we've done really well yeah love it okay the second thing that i learned in 2020 was how to kind of didn't finish my hair but i did half of it so Mm -hmm. I've just finally like renegotiated my relationship with my hair. Like it's no longer a chore. I just, I just get into it and I'm like, this ties back into taking your time. Mm. But yeah, like just feeling really comfortable. You know, that period in lockdown where we all had like matutas and we were looking yeah. clapped. Like at some point I stopped feeling clapped. I was like, I look beautiful. This is yeah. how I was meant to look like, mm. you know? Yeah. Mm. I love, you know, the other day on Twitter, some chick was like basically um shutting on natural hair ladies and everything and saying why can't you look you saw that you know and i think like you know when you read that tweet and you're like honey you are in the ghetto with that thinking like you know and i think it's beautiful to come to the point of loving your own natural hair even when it's a bother because sometimes it's a bother Mm. um my second one is genuine love is a humbling experience and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I put this, I put, I put this on my Twitter, and it was in my drafts for a very long time. Um, but I think there can be no pride in love at all, at least in genuine mm. love. There can be no pride, and there can be no ego, because there, there's a lot of self you will have to. There's, there's a lot of self you will have to. Um, how do I, you'll have to look at and evaluate and reevaluate. Um, because of how it either affects and this goes for any kind of relationships not even just romantic relationships it's friendships it's Mm. family relationships it's romantic whatever kind of relationships genuine love 
you you have to be very um selfless and very mm-hmm. compassionate of the person you're dealing with like i think the best yeah. thing, there can be no pride or ego and i think in a world that is so dominating you know a world that expects us to have the power and to dominate in every single aspect and to you know there must always be the dominant and the subordinate and the superior person to yes. the, whatever genuine love shows you that there can be no that there is no dominant and subordinate there is nothing like that we're all at an equal footing and if you think that that there is any sort of power play in love then you need to reevaluate why you're even in it to begin with i love it i love that for you yeah thanks babes Okay, the third one I have is probably related to that, but um, mm. I just learned that, you know, resolving conflict really requires you to be open and mm. honest and not just with yourself, not just with others, but with yourself. Mm. Um, and yeah, communication is literally the cornerstone of resolving conflicts. Like you mm. just have to be like, lay all your cards on the table and be like, to be honest, I was behaving like this because deep down this is how I feel. Mm. Um and that vulnerability is often the solution to like a lot of situations mm. where we feel pr- proud about you know mending bridges. So mm. that has been the most important thing for me to learn this lockdown. Oh my gosh, like I started yeah. from the rooftops. I think even <laughs> like if we can be 100% real on this podcast, I think even yeah. just i think working with your friend in any capacity yes requires it requires resolving conflict and it mm-hmm. requires vulnerability and communication and we are not always great at that because we've not always been like we are, we haven't been in this space you know friends are not always in the space of having business relations with each other or being in a business yes. relationship so it's a completely different phase where you see different sides of one another how you react to certain things and mm-hmm. i think you know it's i and i and i loved that and we were talking about it the over 25 episode about you know was it about jules and ivy and their content and ivy's beef yeah yeah and, beef. and the reality is in almost i think all business relationships regardless yes. of what kind of business they are there will be those moments and we've had them on the podcast definitely you know where mm-hmm. we've had to resolve conflict and we've had to step back and reevaluate ourselves and be like whoa okay wait a minute you know for us podcasting started out as something that you know that we we love to talk and we love to give <laughs> in your yeah. you know and we love, we love to, to give our opinion literally <laughs> you know literally yeah and then six months in twitter and you're like whoa it's much more than that you know like there's grown mm. up stuff that needs to be had and you know needs to be discussed and i think we're still learning i think we're still learning also how to resolve conflict so i absolutely like i like i love that because i think it is such a life skill like it's it's a life skill so love it um mine is keep your word to yourself like <laughs> that's the beginning and the end of it like because yo i think at the beginning let me even just start with last year last year mm-hmm. i had a whole year's by the time it was reaching december i knew what i was doing in the first quarter in the second quarter and the third quarter and the fourth quarter of this year 
from you know meatless Mondays because I want to be plant-based from morning to mm. from doing the this and the this and you know I could and I remember telling myself when January 1st comes I will start you know and yo let me tell you all that did not happen like I have struggled so much to keep my word to myself I literally just started last week because one yeah. lockdown I think messed me up completely you know you can, mm. barely, you can barely like you start one day then the next two weeks you can't do then you start for a week then the next two weeks you can't do but I started I think yeah last week because I said I want to have a morning routine it's it's important for my sanity and my how yes. my day is structured and so I said every morning when I wake up I wake up I journal I do my morning devotions and prayers and then I do yoga and in that time I don't uh-huh. touch my phone I am not texting anyone. My mind is clear. I go shower and yes. when I come back is when I text my phone. And I struggled with just that simple morning routine for a very long time. Uh, but then I'm just finishing the second week where I've been able to do it consistently. And there's this tweet that was saying that keeping your word to yourself builds self-trust and self-confidence. And I can 100% confirm that because I, like, I remember just, I was even complaining about how sometimes during the year, how, you know, I hate that I, that I can't, I can't even keep my word to myself. So how should I trust my word is true when I tell someone mm. to other people myself, you know, and it used to bother mm. me because I want to be someone who's honest in every single aspect of my life to myself, to others, that when I say I'm going to do this, I will do it honestly, consciously and intentionally. I'm starting now. So when 2021 comes, the word I keep have I've been keeping for myself for these two weeks. I continue. It's not that yeah, I'm starting something new. I continue. Then you add more things that builds that self confidence and that self trust, and that ties so beautifully. Mm. I do. We we never planned this, but it yeah. ties into my next one, which mm-hmm. is showing grace. Ooh. Because people don't always keep their word to themselves mm. and to other people. And you just have to be graceful about it. Mm. Like this lockdown, we've really had to be empathetic yeah. and somehow extend grace to people, even though we didn't even have like mm. energy ourselves. Like as much as, you know, you're sitting, then you're like, people ain't calling me. Mm. I'm alone in this house. <laughs> they still think we're friends, etc., etc. <laughs> I'm depressed. I'm alone. If I died today, nobody would care. But then if you think about it, the odds that someone else is literally feeling the exact same way you are because, hello, it's a pandemic. We were all in quite similar circumstances. Mm. And some people were even in worse circumstances Mm. because I noticed like we all retreated. People didn't speak about what they were going through. So you just have to show grace Mm. even though you don't know. The full, especially actually because you don't know the full yeah. picture of what the hell is going on in someone ah that is oh, um, i love it some of that even includes just keep quiet because <laughs> it's like i it's cool maybe this is not about me and sure enough most of the time it's really not about you yeah so yeah showing grace i love that uh-huh. Whew. my next one is surrender to life's redirection i think Hey, anyway, man plans, but God loves. Anna Cheka, by the way. Anna Cheka, yo, yo. You know. <laughs> you bet. You thought. You, you thought, thought that was going to happen. You know, and 
I uh, have had to lay down my machete, my rungu, my weapons and say sawa, unataka twende and then go that direction. You know, me coming uh, was really an act of surrender into that redirection because I did have better offers than coming home. You know, what yeah. what yeah. was laid on the table for me was a bit more structured than what I was being offered here. But yeah. You realize that that's not the direction that you're being asked to go to and mm. surrender to these plans you've made for what Diverse. your future looks like, what your mm-hmm. even present looks like, what your relationships look like you know literally having to surrender because redirection doesn't mean you have failed or that things are not going to work out it probably means you're being mm-hmm. led exactly where you need to be you know yes and i think that also is and i think surrender is such a very it's a difficult thing to learn because we want to have power over our lives we want to have a say uh-huh. over what we do and where we go uh-huh. and how we do it but what happens uh-huh. when you don't like you literally like you really don't you know like yes. what you going to do you have no choice but to surrender and surrendering uh-huh. is not an act of weakness i honestly think it's an act of strength because you really yes. have to sit with yourself and say look sis and that comes you know everything is flowing or maybe i'm being selective <laughs> this time i'm being selective uh-huh. which goes into trust your intuition mm. um this lockdown not even just the whole covid situation has just has just reinforced the fact that even where we have facts and evidence mm. presented to us like a whole new variable can come in yeah. and introduce itself and you can't always rely on experience mm. none of us have experienced a pandemic nobody in the last 100 years has experienced yeah. a pandemic okay people who've experienced ebola pandemics but like not to this scale and mm. not to this um uh like magnitude yeah. it's not happened it's never been this important so what do you use to guide your decision like mm. we have no the normal things we use as human beings they, they're not there anymore So we need to rely on the most ancient instinct that we have and that is our intuition. Mm-hmm. Um really trusting my gut. Like if I feel like this is off, sometimes I'd be like, okay, I'm going to push through and just finish this assignment. And in like my gut I was like, no. If I do this, like I wouldn't be able to cope. Mm. So tonight I'm going to bed early. Um even things like let me go to the store today but i know that i'm feeling anxious and i'm not feeling um what do you call it like i'm all the way there mm. and sure enough all the times where i pushed myself and i was like let me you have to be a big girl and you go something yeah. happened, like i would have a panic attack at the store or like yeah. i would come back home and i wouldn't be able to leave the house for like two weeks because now it's scary you know what i'm saying mm. so trust your intuition you're not you're not being weak mm. by by listening to that inner voice and that feeling because guys there used to be animals walking around you know we used to these be animals in these streets and the only thing our ancestors had was their intuition of course mm. they had like some spears and like but you know what i mean like <laughs> i get it <laughs> 
<laughs> they had their intuition yeah. it is so hard coded in you i don't even know what it is like mm. and as some of that intuition is also like god and, and a conscience and that connection mm. you have to your ancestors tap into that like don't divert mm. yourself mm. yeah i love it mine is have a backbone and speak your truth and this especially let me say especially if you well i think half of the people who listen to this come from african households i think there reaches a point where you need to stand your ground and you of course for me i would say in, in all respect always because at the end of the day these are your folks and this of yes. course goes across all points but i'm speaking now just um on my personal experiences it reaches a point where you need to dig your foot in the ground now nasima mapo and wavered and in all respect you speak your truth and you remain with your backbone because yes. there's there there are things in this life you know it's like a seed has been planted in you and mm-hmm. you know you need to water it and sometimes not everyone sees that seed you know or they see yeah. it in a different way but you mm-hmm. need to be able to say no this is what i am doing especially when it's in isolation you know there's that fear mm. the house you know if you leave the house so i was very scared of leaving the house i was like oh my gosh if i leave mm. and when they said i i'm going insane in this house like i'm going mad like many too mm. and i i just literally just went to the shop and i went and then afterwards it was like a you know a really big thing and i was like yeah guys i'm going mad you know and yeah and i was a bit scared and it seems like me saying this might seem like really small to someone but i think especially for first born daughters you there's an una pangwa imaisha that you should be like this you should live like mm-hmm. this look like this yes so having you try to please everyone yeah. like it's we it's messed up pleasers you know mm. so, and i think this also ties into to having courage and bravery you know yeah remove the shackles of people pleasing because it's not cute <laughs> and it doesn't help free anyone yourself. you need to free yourself mm. and i think that's very important mm. um so in every aspect whether, you know whether it's in your whatever aspect like have a backbone and i promise you people will respect it so i guess the next thing that i learned in 2020 was you know the mind is a powerful thing Mm. probably the most powerful thing mm. um when my anxiety started giving me physical illness mm. that's when i realized wow your body is literally controlled by your mindset taking that principle doesn't ha- it hasn't doesn't have to be a negative thing it can be a positive thing mm. and i just tried to apply that to like all the things that i wanted from this year like i was like i know i want this for my grades mm. i know i want this for work i just knew okay i've decided this is going to happen it's going to happen mm. because i'm conscious of how powerful the mind can be mm. so yeah i think that's the the what the sixth the fifth the fifth the, thing that i meant in yeah 20. which honestly yeah. ties in so beautifully into my ne- honestly yeah. i wouldn't even plan this i'm loving it point is rest rest is not laziness honestly how how rest looks for you no one can define and i think that's also another no thing. one there's a twitter account i follow called the nap ministry 
guys, please go right now and follow it. So it's basically <laughs> like it's trying to demolish capitalist structures and get people to go back to a sense of rest, basically. Yes. Uh, you know, a place where the work you do should never take away from any other aspect of your life. You know, right. it, there needs to be yeah. a, a holisticness. I had a, like I literally used to have a code during my master's called holistic reading. And I, it, was, uh-huh. it became a thing for me where you say, guys, this master's is not going to come and kill me. If you ask me what, I, like if my brain is tired, my brain is tired and I am resting my brain and I'm going to lie down on the couch and I'm going to read. If I need fresh air, I'm going to go walk outside and I'm going to sit in the fresh air that the Lord our God has created for us to nourish our lungs. And I'm going to go and yeah. put my feet on the grass because I need to be centered on this earth. And I am, you know, so just basically the idea that there's a holisticness to life and you cannot, cannot kill yourself over something that will replace you in an instant. I, I think even after I finished the program and I came back home, in a, in a sense, my head was still in that rat race mentality of, I need to get things done. I need to look for this. I looked at, look for this. And I think it was literally just towards the end of November that I told myself, you know what, sis, if you want to wake up at nine, wake up at nine if your body feels like it needs to wake up at nine wake up at nine you have time to be at like seven or six I usually I'm not an early writer that's just a fact about my life but you know it became a thing where like you need to wake up my body and my mind is so tired I am Uh emotionally and mentally exhausted you know yeah my body is literally begging me to rest so uh-huh. you know and for me something I've always said is you know because you need yeah. to be re-energized but I think like life is and this is such a cliche quote but guys life is really not like a race it's a marathon and you need to pace yourself uh, yeah and rest is not partying rest is not going out for outings those are that's leisure yeah like you have to differentiate between the two things like you actually need to I think when this culture were like okay work hard play hard playing is not resting guys resting is is actually chilling like staying either at home staying somewhere stationary like you need to be in a space where you're not moving up and down so that your body can restore itself so that your mind can give itself a break rest is not like we've really become accustomed to rest equally leisure but mm. i don't think the two principle of replenishing of nourishment of nurturing yes. is probably yes. the, the principle of what would define us oh. i like that um and then for me i guess my seventh thing that i learned in, in 2020 is health is wealth kids mm. health mm. is wealth mm. please exercise mm. please take your vitamins mm. please eat fruits mm. and vegetables kids mm. health is everything that is literally it like i think there's this foolhardiness we have because you know we feel like we're young our bodies will never let us down we'll be fine you never know um and even so this is the time where you should really be pumping everything that is related to health kombucha drink it Mm. okay yoga do it okay vegetarian beans Okay, do that shit. Like, this is the time to embrace <laughs> to embrace being healthy because you lay the foundation for what comes in your 30s, in your 40s, and your 50s. 
Um, and we didn't grow up like without all these chemicals and weird stuff like our grandparents did. Mm. So we need to be extra vigilant. Yeah. So health is wealth. I like that because I need to. Mm-hmm. I really need to. I think my seventh one would be set boundaries. I cannot even scream this from my like lungs enough. <laughs> I can't. Like I think if <sighs> this is Dana's mantra, FYI. I swear. <laughs> because let me tell you, I I'm, I have naturally been a boundaryless person because mm. I'm a people pleaser and I and I just don't know what boundaries look like and I think because and because I'm also very empathetic and so mm-hmm. you know letting people in whenever wherever however you know and I just want to be mother Teresa though she was racist so not that part of her but <laughs> you get the question <laughs> just a side note like, she was racist oh my gosh Mahatma she was racist he was racist no 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 no, no, no. Day, pick somebody else so <laughs> yeah I think set boundaries set boundaries in your friendships set boundaries in your romantic relationships set boundaries in your family relationships set boundaries with yourself set boundaries with the acquaintances no matter point where like if you're not my like close close genuine close friend and you call me past a mm. certain time I ain't picking up that's a like example of a boundary for me I ain't picking mm. up text mm. me if it's an if unless it's an emergency but I don't know when an acquaintance is calling me for an emergency but and I think yes generally love but I genuinely think they enhance the love within a relationship love it okay moving on to the eighth I think that discipline is really important mm. um and by discipline i just mean it's it's it just ties back to what you're saying about like keeping your word to yourself mm. but being disciplined is essential to mm. any anyone's life mm. um for example this year i decided to be plant based mm. um and yeah i just had to stick to it and mm. i was like this is what i've decided this is the path that i'm on Mm. and i could see that from deciding to from deciding to be disciplined about one thing mm. other areas of my life started benefiting from that mm. it was much easier for me to say i have to be out of bed mm. by 9 a.m it was much easier for me to be like okay i cannot have this amount of screen time like mm. it's not gonna happen i need to be in bed by 11 p.m in fact all my friends know people who come back 11 <laughs> The big girl is sleeping. I know it seems like a really old woman thing to do, but guys, me I'm going to bed because yeah. I know I take such a long time to fall asleep. Mm. So I have to go to bed early enough so that by at least midnight or mm. one I'm asleep. Mm. So I used to hate it like discipline and creating a routine just mm. brings so much stability to your life. This mm. thing of living life you're waiting for shit to happen and life to take you wherever it's taking you oh no girl it is the life of grandma you can enjoy that stress under 21 but yeah. after that <laughs> there's no room there's no space stress levels yeah. there's no space for grandma like imagine you have grandma in your life and now this drama because like you don't have a routine <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> dude you know why i love this is because literally my my word for the year because i usually have words for each year was discipline yeah and baby girl let me tell you i failed Amazing. i have failed discipline <laughs> that's right you saying that has has like you know how like you feel yourself going back to your senses and you're like 
sis, even if it's the end of the year, it's not too late to still be just it's never too late yeah yeah you know and I genuinely do I think and it's something my mom always tells me you have to be disciplined you know it's Mm. disciplined ones and that really actually do succeed because you do have to keep that word to yourself and you do have to do it regardless of feeling my next one is healing is not linear you know Mm. it's it's not a straight Mm, line mm, mm. you don't wake up one morning and then it's suddenly okay like there are mm. things I have thought I had healed from and you go two, three months and probably doesn't even cross your mind. Four comes and it smacks you in the face and you're like, eh, hiya. So I thought I got over this thing. I thought I had healed. Mm. And I realized that there are still scars that are still very deep that mm-hmm. still need to be uprooted and it's exhausting. And, and I always say like, healing is a laundry basket there will be always be things in the laundry basket I used to irritate when I was living by myself how I would do my laundry on Sunday (laughs) and then on Monday why there are clothes in the laundry basket tell me why there are clothes I literally just did I watched they go like you know I'm like what what is going on why are there still clothes but yeah the laundry basket you are always wearing and having new experiences every day that sometimes you will always need to heal from that you'll need to put in the wash and yeah and i think in our day and age especially you know self-care and everything these days it looks like such an aesthetic everyone wants to self-care yeah people be doing that for the ground you know, literally and i'm there yeah like, your self-care is different yeah you it's know, different at the point at which i'm doing my candles and my face masks and my whatever like I'm quite, yes, it's self-care, but that's not the actual, like that's the aftercare. Let me actually, that's really what it'd be. Thank it's, you. It's that's after care. You know, like I've done, I've done the crying and the makamasi and the rolling on the ground and telling you, hey. Eloi, Eloi, Eloi sabakchan, sabakchan. Look at me. And in a way it does have aspects of healing. Yes. But then you're, you're healing yourself back into love. Mm-hmm. Moving on. But I love that. Like yeah. this year has been so difficult. Sometimes I think I'm over something. Something mm-hmm. happens and I feel just this, just as hurt and as broken as I did mm-hmm. in that moment before. It's two steps forward and like five steps back. Mm-hmm. But slowly, okay, not five, but you know what I mean? Slowly it starts making a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let's show ourselves some grace. Yeah. Um, for me, I think the almost final thing that I learned this year is that unfortunately your friends don't owe you everything. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Just because your friends doesn't mean that like people need to do things for you, Mm. um, or obliged to do things for you. Um, and if your friendship is based entirely off that, mm. like when you guys are not doing things for each other, then you're not friends, mm. then there needs to be like a recalibration. You guys need to, mm. not even you guys, but you as the person who's feeling like that, you need to sit with that and kind of like understand. Cause for me, I was like, oh my God, like, hey, I'm, I'm going through the most things are happening. Um, a pandemic is happening. Like there's a loss in the family. So much is going on. Mm. Where is where are where are these people? Where are they mm. at? Um, and I was just like, you know, like people. First of all, people show them how they care about you in very different ways. Mm. Um, but then 
nobody is necessarily obligated mm. to show you anything. And most importantly, people will let you down. Oh, yeah. That doesn't mean that they don't care about you. Mm. It's very complex. Yeah. Um, yeah. People can still disappoint you. And that doesn't, doesn't necessarily like entirely change your relationship. So mm. nothing is like set in stone. One moment you guys are beefing, the moment you guys are not talking. But if you think about all the times you've had together and then think about all the times that suddenly come together and then you guys get back together and there are all these new memories you make. Mm. Um, yeah, just accept that disappointments happen in friendships. And mm. I think as women, like we're really like, we were held to this ideal standard where like, you know, girlfriends, they're too <laughs> thick and thin. You know, we all been watching that. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's not like that. Sometimes they're only there during the thick and the yeah. thin, nobody's there. Yeah. So it's a difficult pill to swap out. Um, I think my ninth thing is invest in yourself. And again, I say in whatever way that looks for you. I think, and, and I don't, and it's not at all supposed to be a selfish, like hoard everything for yourself in this life. No, you need to yeah. nourish yourself. You need to invest in yourself. Yes. You need to put time in yourself. You need to, you mm-hmm. know, invest in yourself could be putting some money in an investment fund so that 20 years from now you can live mm-hmm. a soft life and live how you want to live, whatever. Yeah. It could be for me it was redoing my room because i want my room mm-hmm. to feel like a very safe space and a space i want to yes. come into and and love and feel at peace and rest and really rest and for me that's mm. what invested in myself looked mm-hmm. like sometimes it's taking yourself out for a date to sit with yourself and read a nice book whatever mm. it looks like for you but invest in yourself because this life is constantly taken from you we live yes like the structures that exist in this life, these capitalist structures, these authoritarian structures, these, all of them are just nonsensical structures, but they are all designed uh-huh. to take from you. And you need to nourish your soul and you need to nourish your body and your mind. And you need to be able to have spaces in which you know that you, you have put something for yourself, you know. So yeah. invest in yourself. That would be my ninth point, yeah. Love it. And from yourself, my final point is invest in others. Mm. Um, this COVID experience has shown us that we are nothing without community. We are nothing without generosity. Definitely. We are nothing without sharing and caring mm. about others. Really, I think as I grow older, mm. just the, the poverty that other people oh, yeah. and the brutality of other people's lives is, is making me even more uncomfortable. Yeah, yes. I think when I was younger, it was easy to talk about it and do mm. what little I can, but you never really had to like be confronted with it, mm. how much you have and how much other people don't have and how much even the little other people have is so precarious. It can be yeah. taken away in a second. Yeah. So then for me, the most important thing I've learned this year is give give mm. give just keep mm. on giving mm. um because we need that that yeah. is what we need in yeah. the world but if you've been born into this life and god yeah. and the universe have put you in a certain position your duty is mm. to give to other people to ease the burden of their life so yeah 
And I love that two things can be true at the same time. You know, invest in yourself and invest in others. So and invest in others. Definitely. Mm. I think my final point will be what one append when these streets. So if you are cynical <laughs> about love, that's you. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. Bell Hooks all about love. And I, I'm going to say everyone needs to read that book. But she talks about cynicism in this generation and lovelessness, about how the youth in this generation are so cynical about love, about its existence. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of what we even think love is, which is what our idea of what is it, it is isn't. But guys, people are being loved and they're being loved right. And it's and it being loved right doesn't mean that you don't have issues in your relationships and you don't have things you have yes. to solve or go through. But it means that people are being respected, they're being treated well they are being loved mm-hmm. and I think it was such an eye-opener because I think nine out of ten times you hear bad stories about relationships and marriages and people's homes breaking down and this and then you barely hear about that one percent and it looks like one mm-hmm. percent because you never hear about them but when you actually mm-hmm. sit down and speak to people about their lives people are being loved and that's the thing. You, I guess what you're saying is basically don't settle. There's always yeah. something better. You can yeah. always create the future that you want. Exactly. Like abundance exists. Mm. Love exists. Yeah. You know, being in a good position does exist. Yes. Um, just because you fail doesn't mean. And honestly, guys, be honest with yourself. Like some of these, like, I'm sorry. Like, no, no, go where you are appreciated. Mm. Go where you are loved. Yeah. don't go looking for like and it's a personal thing like yeah what suits you is not gonna suit someone oh, else. yeah right yeah. so whatever environment whatever the shape that looks like whatever mm. whatever setup it looks like to you if you're thriving you're loved there's yeah. just abundance and you're happy good for you girl so oh, yeah. I think we've all, we've both said some very beautiful and poignant things. I think I'm even going to listen to this when I get sad. Yeah. I'm going to be like, yeah, this is the progress that I made. These are the lessons that someone else learned and how these are how I should apply them to my life. This is Um, such a nice episode to always keep coming back to. I think it's a nice way to keep track actually, you know? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think also just a thank you to everyone who has listened to us throughout the year through you know sometimes our inconsistencies our yes. figuring out our you know trying to find out so how do we edit and how do we record and how do we not have background noise on our zoom you know yes you know there's there's been a lot of learning but we just want to say thank you so much and next year we want to come back with a bang we want to come back with new stuff that you love you know right and i think and yeah 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 thank you for listening thank you for tuning in we wish you a very merry christmas season's greetings if you ain't christian um and yeah it's been a tough year and we just hope that you're all able to just have this space to sit down reflect and Mm. just really be proud of yourself because nobody nobody has been through anything like mm. this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we love you so much. Thank you, thank you guys. Bye. Bye.